Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. Great Caesars ghost, everybody. It's the Ides of March here on Tamas Island. We are back for another wild wild episode we're live on twitch we're live on patreon we're live on your favorite podcasting platform uh before we get into it i'm your co-host as always the dirtbag disruptor the folk city hustler the culture vulture the thane of fife the shy beetle i'm whatever you need me to be this week but this week mainly i am holding it down here on Thomas Island, I am Ross W. Berman, the fourth. Joining me, as always, is the one, the only, John. John, how are you on this Tuesday evening? You know, I'm I'm doing okay. It's Tuesday. You know, it's I'm I'm I got we got the Twitch people here. I'm happy to see they haven't turned their backs on us like bullet clubs turn their backs on Thomas. Yeah. About that later. I'm just saying. I'm glad we got there's some loyalty in this damn place. You know. I know. I'm with I'm with you. It's definitely a weird weird day here on thomas island we'll talk more about that when we get introductions out of the way but introductions would not be complete if we did not welcome back the one the only marie marie how are you on this weird and wild tuesday i am great man um you know i'm happy to see you and john and you know this is going to be a very fun hopefully we have all the clues you know, for the thomas <laughs> I, island. I mean <laughs> I don't know what clues we have left to get at this point. I think you're right, Marie. I think I think I think the cat is pretty much out of the bag. Tamatonga, Tongaloa, and Jado have been kicked out of Bullet Club. A painful, painful betrayal on March 13th during Tama's match with Evil. If you were watching on New Japan World, you know what happened. Tama and Evil were wrestling. The shenanigans happened. Uh, first, the House of Torture folks were the ones who uh, started getting involved. Then suddenly other members of Bullet Club as well, including Taiji Ishimori, including El Phantasmo, who who finally uh, worked up some courage and hit that super kick. And not only did they betray Tama, Tonga, and Jado, but also Bad Luck Fale, Tama's own, Tama and Tonga's own blood betrayed them. Chase Owens, a man who, who has run with Tama Tonga, for years betrayed them. And as I mentioned, Giotto is kicked out of Bullet Club, which means that Gato has severed a 33-year partnership. It has been sun, it has been days of wine and roses for Gato and Giotto for the past 30 years outside of a, a brief spat in the middle of 1994. They have been the best of friends, and that friendship is no more. I gotta, I gotta get your, uh, I gotta get your reactions. First of all, Marie, what do you think of, of, the uh, the shocking betrayal that happened just this past Sunday. Um, it still hurts. It's still you know bullshit. It still is. Um, I had to do a little bit more uh, digging just because when Chase was on commentary, he mentioned July 7, twenty eighteen, and I was like, wait, why? Why that specific date? So I had to research for that, and that was like the first time that you know uh, Tama did his tongue and twist on Chase. But I understand why he did so. Like, um, he was all like being the elite and all of that. And like, it just kind of felt the first time around for the Civil War, if we're going to call it that, um, it just felt out of place at that time. Um, but what happened? Oh, oh no, you're good. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, that was a little shocking. Uh, it's shocking that Fale would uh, turn on Tama. However, there there is a little like asterisk on how like he did this. Only okay. because he did, he did the grenade to Loa. And not to Tama. 
Yes. And I'm like, that's that's very telling because like, you know, he had his uh, eyes set on Tama to do it first, but then Loa comes in, yells at him and only Loa gets the grenade and not Tama. So that that right there, I'm like, maybe there's wiggle room for like I, somewhere down the line that like, this, I don't know, turns the other way. Here's the thing. If if Tama was not talking the way he is on Twitter and was not a, a coming into every match like a house on fire, I'd say maybe there's some wiggle room. But I think what it feels more like is is Fale maybe couldn't bring himself to betray Tama directly, but in this it, in this indirect betrayal, it has uh, landed with Tama Tonga exactly as it would had Tama been the one to take the grenade from Bad Luck Fale. So I don't. Well, while I understand what you're saying, I don't think Tama's leaving a lot of wiggle room based on the uh, based on some of the the words that he has for the folks that betrayed him on social oh, I media. I, I don't think I don't think Tama's leaving the the, the wiggle room. I'm thinking uh, Fale is because Fale because he would have done it twice, don't you think? Yeah, no, and I, I well, but but here's the thing: is I maybe Fale tried to leave that wiggle room in the same way that since we're we're talking about it, current Bullet Club member Kenta is also trying to leave a little wiggle room because he's out injured, so he wasn't on god's side when they got attacked he wasn't on jay white's side when he got attacked and so he's trying to leave that kind of wiggle room that maybe fale left tama's not giving him wiggle no. room he's pretty much saying no you either need to be with me or against me and since you're out injured and can't be with me with me you're against me uh yeah, and so it I just agree, it, i agree with that <laughs> yeah and so that that's where i'm i'm like i i agree with you in theory but it does not feel like any wiggle room is going to be respected uh in the coming weeks months years however long this sting lasts but john what did you think of this most recent uh backstabbing uh because it's it's not it's not the first one we we're dealing we're just we're just coming off a no surrender where jay white sticks the the knife in thomas back and now here we are with gato the blacksmith driving another switchblade in there (laughs) who would have thought that this time of of march you know when we're starting it in the spring it's a time of renewal who would have known that this time of year will now forever be known and remembered as a time of betrayal You know, Mm -hmm. when in history did we ever think that this week, especially itself, would go down forever just commemorating backstabbings? Look, you know, I I know that you're trying to be cheeky here, John. I know that you're trying to make a joke, but let's be real. History had had a pretty good run of of (laughs) on March the 15th since uh, 44 BC, but uh, it is once again the Ides of March are right yeah. there about backstabbing it was all right uh, there in front of us you know it w- well jay, and and, jay, and by the way jay white not wearing bullet club gear in their group in the most recent group photo and yep. everything else going down like man like jay white was just telegraphing this shit to us this whole time no and i it i you know i will i will always be the first one to admit that i was seeing what I, I I was trying not to see what was right in front of me in a lot of ways because like I like like I've always said I have always felt that Thomas Tama is Bullet Club but now it is very clear that Bullet Club is is going to move on with Tama and Tama without Bullet Club yeah. and so it has uh it has sent some sent some shockwaves into the uh, into the wrestling world there's a lot of confusion there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of loose ends to be tied up, but let's talk about the the immediate fallout. The fact that Jado, Tamatonga, and Tongaloa have been wrestling the past couple nights since the betrayal. They have been wrestling exactly as I was afraid, very angrily and a little distractedly. Because uh, I think Tama has been Tama, Tonga, and Jado have been soaking up the the, the babyface reactions of the crowd. But as it stands right now, they they the vengeance is coming uh instead of the wins and so they have been they have been getting bested by their bullet club brethren the past couple nights uh and so it a a bit of a losing streak starting to form for god in the wake of this betrayal but there's a lot of there's a lot of fire coming out of tama and tonga and jado they i even jado has not i think moved this intensely in a long time and so it feels like it's only a, a matter of time you're you're nodding your head john but it's a very it's a very tentative head nod what's what's on your mind you no know, my thing is it's like boxing right yeah you got you know you got to let the guy keep punching you you know you gotta you know you fade a little bit you know you block you take some punches because eventually you're gonna find your opening and and, and you're gonna knock his ass out and i think yep. that's what's happening on a larger scale here i think i think tama is 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 taking his hits Yep. And also, by the way, it lets him know who's who's really betraying him because 
you know, what's he supposed to do? Like, you know, the like next, next, you know, somebody walks up, even if, if even if Hikaleo walked up to him, I, st- I wouldn't trust Hikaleo if I was him. I mean, it's, and, don't tr- I don't trust nobody, man. It's, you know, and you do bring up a haunting, haunting, uh, 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 specter in the back of everyone's mind at the moment. The fact that Hikaleo was not there for the first betrayal. He was not there for the second betrayal. And in a lot of cases, to some folks, his, his reactions have not been as immediate as, as others would have wanted if his, his blood were being betrayed the way that the way that Tama T and, and Jado have been over the past month. I mean, it's real. It's just it's been a month of, of people backstabbing Tama Tonga right now. And it's 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 wearing on the island. Uh, it, is. it really is. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm you know, I'm I'm sitting. I'm glad we changed the logo. I'm sitting here with this this rock star energy sipping it. And while the room, the, the entire island is burning down around us right now. But as I have said in the past, and I will say again, Thomas Island is not in the Bullet Club business. We are in the Tomatonga business. Where Tama goes, uh, Thomas Island is going to go. We just we we hope that he gets back on that back on that 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 steady that steady path because it's a long long road. It's a long and narrow way, and Thomas got to figure out a way to he's got a way he's got to figure out a way to work back up to where he was. Him and him and T both. Got the incredible theme playing as he's walking down, you know, with his mm-hmm. backpack, you know, walking backwards down the road. So uh, it's get well. Before we start talking in circles about this, any final thoughts on on the uh, the state of of God, the state of Bullet Club, the state of of betray, the state of uh, the state of friendship in general? Uh, I'll throw to you, Marie, first. What you, what's on your mind about this whole thing? Um. Well, you know. I was originally gonna say that um, I think it might be time for uh, Tama to call in some backup in the form of Yano. Yano, ooh. Just because, like I said that one time during happy hour that Yano, you know, cheats like Bullet Club. He always he always got the wins over Bullet Club. He has all of their numbers. And I think that'll balance it out while uh, Tama, Loa, and Jado set the world on fire. And mm-hmm. Yano could just be there too. <laughs> Just like demolished them too in the process, but um, you know, it might be time. Uh, Tama might have to make some partnerships with unlikely uh, people in New Japan to I'm, help them out. No, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I, I, there have been a number of names have been thrown thrown out between last week, the happy hour, and now. And Yano is a new one that I, you're not wrong. If there's anyone that can can kind of teach Tama how to. Uh, work in the the gray areas of being a good guy so to speak because like let's face it tom is still the good bad guy tom Tonga. you know like yeah well it, and it's it, it <laughs> for, i think for a long time he's been the good bad guy and now he's going to be the good bad guy you know what i mean and so it's it it, it just it i think if anyone can teach him how to how to work with those areas yano is 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 the scrappy kind of hustler that can do it. What do you think, John? What do you think of this whole this whole situation, this whole mess? I've been praying. Um, oh, geez. you've been you've been pray- Oh no. I want you to know I've been I've been I've I've seen what the Lord has done for others and I'd like them to uh you know to bring it here to the island. <laughs> That's sweet. I, I'd like to see uh now that and I'd like to see the foreign ace and the ace work together. I want okay. I want Tom, okay. I want Tamahashi. Tamahashi. Wow, the Tamatana team. That's another name. Karen was also someone throwing out that that name, Tanahashi, earlier. And I mean, he's he's not he's he's got nothing. You know, hey, let's talk about the New Japan Cup for a second. He doesn't have anything else to do at the moment. Yeah. Tetsuya Naito yeah. snuck out a win over him last night. And he's um, been, by the way, he's proved that he's willing to work in that little gray area uh recently you know by by uh, using a weapon in the ring and all that so. well and it's 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 not just the the proving the gray area thing with tanahashi i mean tanahashi's the original sin of bullet club that's the guy that they originally i mean taguchi and tanahashi are the two two folks that when you think of the the first attacks that formed bullet club those are the guys so i mean if 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 those two linked back up that would that would be a very kind of long-term healing moment i also like the idea of yano I also like I also like the idea of Kazuchika Okada saying, you know what, Tama's already beaten me once. If I can't beat him, join him, and you know, bringing him into chaos proper. Because let's let's be real, Tama's you know this is the most decor one of the most decorated tag team wrestlers in the history of New Japan at this point. He would not be a, a bad fit for chaos. But there's a lot of there's a lot of different play hell. 
Maybe 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 God gets brought into Lij. Maybe they get brought into Suzuki Goon. There's yeah. a lot of there. Are, the road yeah. is the road is wide open for Tama, for Tonga, and for Jado. And I think that that is the silver lining to all of this terrible, terrible heartbreak. Is the fact that we get to find out who Tama Tonga is without Bullet Club. We get to find out who Tonga yeah. Loa is without Bullet Club. Hell, we get to find out who Jado is without Gato. Because, like I said, for the past thirty years, where one goes, the other follows. And so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a year of growth and change and, 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 and good fortune. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm wishing for it. I'm trying to manifest it, but we, we will see. Cause it's, if there is any time for heartbreak, it's new Japan cup season. And the cup is a cupping right now. Uh, let's talk about the fact that the, the quarterfinals are starting to shape up a little. We've got some real interesting matches in there, like Kazuchika Okada versus junior heavyweight. Well, I mean, he's kind of an open weight uh wrestling legend at this point in shima you've got uh you've got will osprey taking on the iwgp united states champion sonata there are uh, and and i think the the most important match that will be heading into the the quarterfinals evil is going to be taking on hiromu takahashi there's a lot of crazy crazy uh matchups going on in the in the new japan cup right now i know maria has been been following along closely so i do want to throw to you now what's kind of what's popping off as we as we jump into the new japan cup as a topic well first of all um you know this is like the second time that i try to plan out my cup to be like this is the person i'm gonna pick and it fails the second time i do this it fails that's why sometimes i'm like should i even do this or not but um (laughs) As everybody knows, I wanted Tama to win because I just think that it would have yep. been perfect. As like a Cinderella story, a strong mm-hmm. baby face, it would have been perfect. However, um, I think that even without Tama winning this, um, it's still great matchups, great brackets. Because uh, for some reason, whenever like the New Japan Cup happens, everybody like brings out the best in each other and like puts on these amazing matches. Like Hiromu versus um, Suzuki. Suzuki, yes. Yeah. Yes. So- Let's. Talk about that for a second. Hiromu Takahashi, Minoru Suzuki having a match that, for I mean, for lack of to put it bluntly, would have been right at home at Noah because they pretty much spent the entire first ten minutes just smacking the crap out of each other's chest, and then by the end, Hiromu uh, was able to sneak out a win with that yeah. unnamed uh, Hiromu roll he's got. But yeah, no, you're not wrong. Hiromu's yeah. the only the only true blue junior heavyweight left, and he's carving a path through it. Um, so like originally after, uh, watching the whole thing of like Tama versus evil, I was going to go live on, on my own thing to talk about it, but then I couldn't look away from mm-hmm. versus Suzuki. I was yep. like, I have to like watch this. They're, they're like slapping each other. And that's just like, wow, really? I was really entertained by that one. Um, I, but Hiromu I... survived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he survived. Um, who else yeah. we have? We have... Uh, we have, you said Okada is facing, uh, Okada's facing Shima, baby. That's going to be crazy. That's that's gonna be good too. And we said, uh, what? Will Ospreay is facing Sonata? Will Ospreay's facing Sonata on the the winner of that match gets the winner of Great Okan versus Zack Sabre Jr. There's a, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm I'm hoping for a, um, uh, a Will Ospreay versus Great Okan because I, I I do want to see those guys just fight just for the competitive side. And that's about it. Uh, I just want to do that. Um, but, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at that, and I'm I'm starting to think we might be getting that. Cause cause here's the thing is is now that we're getting so deep into the New Japan Cup, we're already seeing stuff like Shima has beaten Hiroki Goto, and so now mm-hmm. strong strong hearts have jumped to the top of the the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Title rankings. Yeah, you got the IWGP US Champion who's been sneaking out win after win. I mean, it, it don't get me wrong, Sonata's been getting good wins, but he has he's he's definitely been showing that he's beatable. And so it feels like we're setting up that that Windy City Riot IWGP United States title challenge. Probably. And there are there are a couple of routes they can go with this. Yeah, Osprey, um, Osprey I, versus Sonata, not something to sneeze at. But then also no. the idea of one more time Zack Saber Jr. versus Sonata, this time for a title. Ooh, there's there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways that that little corner of the bracket could be going. There's a lot um, of I, a lot of meat in that. And yeah, a lot of meat, a lot of meat on that bone. You three, yeah. you, you throw that into a into a pot. You got a stew. Uh, I was, I do have a question though before we before anyone yep. uh, we move on. Um, so I was just wondering. So let so let's just say for the sake of this, if Hiromu wins it, right, and Hiromu's a, a junior, is he able to challenge Okada for the IWGP Championship or not? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mm, okay. 
Yeah, no, because like the way the 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 way the New Japan Cup works, once you've once you've won the New Japan Cup, there's not really any. Oh, okay. There's like you've beaten every. It's it's not like they can really claim like, well, you you beat the. It's not like the best of super juniors where you beat all the juniors. It would be kind of weird if you got a heavyweight title. Uh, all right, match. I wasn't too sure about like if he could just do that. Okay. Oh cool. yeah, well no, and and like uh, especially since Ibushi kind of set the precedent at the 49th anniversary show, the first defense of the or the last defense of the IWGP heavyweight title was against El Desperado, the junior heavyweight That's champion at the time. They have they have okay. been doing it just enough um, that it. I'm not going to call the world heavyweight title an open weight title. I'm just going to say that Hiromu has gotten to the point where there there are just certain juniors that they can get away with it, Espe- especially okay. since Zack Saber Junior is a heavyweight because he is he's someone who is technically a junior but wrestles like a heavyweight, and that is that's opened a lot of doors. Um, right, cool. and, it's, and if anything, ELP can teach him how to hide stuff in his shoes so that he's heavier when he at the weigh in. Exactly. Uh, that's a that's a very very long way for me to it's a very long long way for me to say yes. Romu can challenge for it. Um, but All yeah, right, cool. No worry. I got it. And, I got and it. look, I right now the way that the bracket's taking shape, I'm just gonna throw this out there. It feels like uh, it feels like it's going to be Jeff Cobb beating Shingo Takagi in the finals. To me, those are the those are the two names that I feel have the most uh, momentum. But uh, I, and I could I could be very wrong at this point. I would love to see Hiromu go all the way, legitimize the the juniors in the way that he has been trying to for the past uh, uh, I don't know five or six years at this point. But yeah, uh, yeah. there's there's yeah, but there there's a lot of there's a lot of ways this can go. I'm I'm still just awestruck at the fact that Shima's alive through the quarterfinals. I mean there is there is that that little Japanese wrestling nerd that was in high school hearing about how Dragon Gate was doing. It's like oh yeah, Shima's been around forever. I mean this is this is a guy. He's like Kanemaru. He's like um, Ishimori. He's he's one of those he's one of those sort of crowns in the cap for new japan to have in their 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 junior division right now so i'm excited to see what shima and and okada can can do in that quarter final uh, but the new japan cup is not the only and the bullet club drama is not the only drama going on in new japan pro wrestling right now show has called his shot show is trying to challenge el desperado for the iwgp junior heavyweight championship and uh he's not really going about it by normal he's he's literally just showing up during matches and like hitting people with wrenches and doing the house of torture thing um and marie what have you been kind of thinking of of shows in ignoble uh pursuit of the iwgp junior heavyweight champ i mean i like it uh just because uh the way that show uh does heel tactics uh i find it very adorable and very funny even mm. though that's like the opposite that i should be thinking about it <laughs> But uh, I find it very adorable. See, now I desperately need to see Show hitting someone with a wrench and you're just going, aw. <laughs> just, just breaking someone's jaw with a piece of, with a piece of hardware. Adorable. You, man. It's, it's all good. I, I, I think he's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's 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 definitely injecting a bit of, of drama in the undercard. Shout out to Thomas Island regular uh, Karen. Hey, Karen Sensei, she's obviously a little torn by how, how Sho has been acting along with a lot of other former Rapongi 3K uh, fans. But yeah, it definitely it definitely feels like an unhinged New Japan Cup. It feels like they they booked everyone in the tournament, so it was a 48-person tournament. Now that people are losing, they're just sort of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to go chase after Desperado or Bullet Club's like, you know what, maybe we should cut some of the people out of out of the group. Like, it just it, feel, it feels like like people have their own agendas now that they're out of the tournament and have to just kind of make waves. It's spring cleaning for everyone. You know? it's, yeah, it's, it a, it's a little bit spring cleaning. It's a little bit March Madness, but whatever it is, it sure as hell isn't boring. Uh, New Japan World has been uh, your home for all of this. Uh, all of this craziness and now that daylight savings is here everything's happening an hour later Whoo boy as someone who has been uh living on tokyo time and dealing with uh the the daylight savings uh uh uh, uh what, what should we call daylight savings it's a clusterfuck that's what i call daylight yeah, savings it's a clusterfuck the enemy um, of the people is what it is the enemy of the people and 
God bless those clowns in Congress for once they've gotten it right. The Senate has passed a bill that would make daylight savings permanent. No more changing the clocks. No more turning stuff around. It just has to pa- pass the House. And then once it passes the House, it sounds like Biden's okay with with signing it. But I got I got to throw this. I got to throw throw it around the horn because like this is this is the kind of thing that as someone who has covered New Japan for a lot of years and because I cover New Japan, people come to me for start times. And start times are usually a very simple math of, well, it's that time in Tokyo is this time in, in Chicago, which is this time in New York, which is that time in LA, yada, 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 so on and so forth. But twice a year, New Japan runs a show and they always end up running a show on both ends of daylight savings time where someone has to ask me, Ross, daylight savings time is starting. When does the New Japan show start? Or they're asking me, Ross, when does the New Japan show start? Daylight savings is ending. And I just have to throw up my hands, yo, it starts when it starts. Time's a man-made concept. They say it's gonna start at 2 a.m., but where I am, there is no 2 a.m. So uh, just put, turn on the site and deal with it. I'm never gonna have to do that again, John, Marie, if 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 the Senate or if the, the House of Representatives do what they're supposed to do and represent my interests, and Biden signs it. Uh, we will never have to. We'll, we'll never have to deal with the daylight savings nonsense again. What do you all think of that? I'm going to throw to you, John, first, because you're already shaking your head. What, what do you think? Man, this is so right. Beautiful. It's glorious. I want to just... know. I want to. I want to know where they're going to bury it, so I can go to the grave and piss on it. That's what I want. I'm. I'm so glad it's gone. Ah, uh, same. We saved daylight, but at what cost, John? Yeah. What, what cost, yeah, Marie? What? Fuck Ben Franklin. I'm glad. I'm glad they're finally putting a nail in that nerd's coffin. Look, I'm not ready to go full fuck Ben Franklin because the dude sounded like a a swarthy uh, hustler who knew a thing or two. But uh, fuck daylight savings time. Absolutely. What do you think, Marie, of the 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 idea that we might be free of this? It 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 might finally be done. (laughs) I mean, I never liked the idea of like you know going one hour ahead and then like one hour back. Like I never really did. I understood why it was in place in history, but I was one of those people that was like, really, do we have to do this? So yep. if we're able to get like time, you know, across the board, yep. I think it should be a good thing, you know, we can get more stuff done. I never thought in my lifetime I would know what those people felt when World War II was finally over. And <laughs> No, don't, don't. don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock wood right now because I feel like if we start invoking VJ Day or stuff is gonna go very wrong in other parts of the country. I I forgot the universe is is listens. Yeah, but I have a universe, but the actual universe. Yeah, no, but I, but I will say it. It will be nice if daylight savings uh, uh, is fine. Is finally eradicated. It would be. It would be a big help. I think next Uh, the metric system, right? Maybe I don't know. Let's not go. Let's not go that far. We'll see how. (laughs) There's only there's there's only so much change this country can uh, can take at one time. I'm I'm happy with like a Steiner math degree. I don't Mm -hmm. I don't want the metric system. You know I don't want a math degree. Actually, now not not to get too well actually about this, but the metric system would actually make math so much easier because this base this base twelve thing is nonsense. Um, but math. Professor. I don't like math. This is why I'm a writer. No, I'm 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 the same way. I was in remedial math in high school. Unfamiliar with the meme, she means the wrestler Steiner who kind of promoted about math, not the Steiner schools, uh, which yes. also teach math. Oh, thank you. Because okay, cool. See, my my, my brain is is wrestling twenty four seven. So if I didn't have John's bullshit, like I think I would have got like hate mail. <laughs> anyway. We uh, will. It, it it would be a nice change. It would be a it would be a good help, and I think it would I think it would do some great stuff. There's an old Native American saying that there's nothing more colonial than cutting the end off a blanket and taping it to the other end of the blanket and being like, "Hey, we've got a longer blanket. Look." It's like, no, nah, it's just it's the same uh, size blanket. You just got a staple in the middle somewhere. Uh, that's exactly got, the whole entire American thing. Yeah, no, like I'm 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 glad to see us. I'm glad to I'm glad to see it go the way of the dinosaur. Speaking of dinosaurs wrestlemania um oh. my god <laughs> what a segue. Segue. Yeah, yeah, thank you good. thank you thank you yes i'm gonna take a quick bow a yeah. quick bow on that transition yeah the road to wrestlemania is continuing um and wwe has considered uh has has th- there are a number of stories on the road to wrestlemania one where's cody and two where's veer uh, Veer is currently a, a, apparently at a gym somewhere in the middle of America yelling at people to leave because it's closing time. So he's accounted for, at least. 
not the same for Cody Rhodes, who uh, if if you listen to, to to Wrestling Observer Radio or Wrestling Observer Live at this point, has become Schrodinger's cat. He is both signed with WWE and also not signed with WWE. The WrestleMania match is happening, but if he's not there, it's not happening. Unless he's not there and they say the word dashed, and then apparently he's still happening. But also, we have to take into account the fact that uh, uh, six other factors are going. I don't know. I'm trying to... to create a the the sense that uh of of confusion that has been created around the 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 sense of smoke and mirrors let's say that has been created around the formerly dashing uh uh cody Rhodes. uh marie what what do you think of of the i mean is a is he actually going to show up at wrestlemania and b does any does it matter at this point <laughs> It'll be funny if uh, Cody shows up at the next AEW pay-per-view while like we still continue to be like, is he going to show up? Is he not going to show up? Oh, well, WrestleMania passed. Well, he's still going to try to show up. Like, you know, it's like telling people the sky is blue and trying to convince them that it is while you're still trying to be like, oh, no, wait, but, 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 but it's a cloud, so it can't be blue. Like, I'm just over it. I'm over Uncle Dave. I'm I'm over yeah. everybody that wants to try to make a quick buck over like stupid news rather than like actually <laughs> putting in work. Like like okay, you know what? Do not get me started because I because I was already snippy. No, and it's great. It's, it's, it's I find it hilarious. I do want to give a shout out to Sean Rossap over at Fightful who has just kind of taken the company line of I don't fucking know. Uh, like we we know what you guys know, and so uh, it it really is. It it feels like. It feels like about a month ago when Cody Rhodes left AEW, he was the hottest free agent like ever because you had you had this dual fold thing of A, how does WWE use him and B, how does AEW move on without him? Mm-hmm. And now we're getting to the point where we've already answered how AEW is going to move on without him. The answer is fine. They're moving along, everything's chugging along. They did their their like second or third best pay-per-view in the company history. So Clearly, no problem there. So that's already taken away part of the like um, fever pitch of this, right? It's it's already pulled yeah. it back, and now you got the fact that like WrestleMania is is gonna is just the sweatiest, desperatest build to WrestleMania they've they've ever had. It's half sold. They have Johnny Knoxville being thrown at this thing. They got Pat McAfee being thrown at this thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna be there. Uh, that everyone and their mother at this point is going to be showing up at this WrestleMania. And it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't quite feel like, it doesn't quite feel like even if Cody Rhodes shows up at WrestleMania, it's going to matter in the grand scheme of things. Had he shown up like at Madison Square, you didn't even have to face Brock, but just had he shown up at Madison mm-hmm. Square Garden or had he shown up at a WWE show between now and then, I feel like it would have been a little, there'd be a little more booyah to it. Because like now now it's starting to feel like when WCW got Bret Hart after the Montreal screw job. And if they had like gotten him right away, it would have been like, oh man, they've got Bret Hart. And instead they were like, Mm -hmm. we've got him, but does it matter? Let's just kind of, it's, it just, it feels like money being left on the table. Not John's kind of, he's kind of, what am I wrong? What do you think? You're not wrong. Uh, Ross, it's just that part of me, part of me thinks that they would have debuted him or he would have shown up at Raw. Um, but unfortunately, rest in peace to a real one. Uh, Scott Hall passed away. And yes. I'm wondering if they scrubbed it. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know... So, you know, so that they wouldn't look insensitive by having a debut on the, 
the very day. I just don't know. What? But here's the thing. What What would be a better tribute to Scott Hall than having someone from a different company show up on the Monday Night Wrestling program and start yeah, a big but you, angle? Oh, so, yeah, like, you know, but you don't... Know, but you know the internet wrestling uh, community, and you know... The Who cares wrestling. about... I mean, I shouldn't say that. We shouldn't care about... Now, but, like, no. like, the social media has become so important to WWE now that it is a major part of the video game at this point. Okay, but no, but here's here's my thing. I think that if if WWE was so afraid of of like stepping on stuff, you don't you wouldn't have the number of Razor tributes. You know what I mean? Like it just it feels oh, like. Fine, but having I'm just I just I don't know. Maybe not. I just feel no, like no. I don't. I yeah. Like I don't. I don't think I it would have overshadowed is, anything. They, I know. I, we know that. I just mean they have a concern. That's all. I don't I don't know. I I I don't I think they're at the point now where they they feel like they don't have to debut them until WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like I it's, think they may not debut them until the Monday after. It's, yeah, that's also very possible. But yeah, it does it does kind of feel like it unless just Seth, unless Seth shows it. All right, I'm gonna book it. WWE, hope you're listening. This is one's for free. What happens is because Seth wants a match so bad, he just comes in like in a van, pulls Cody out of it. We don't know who it is. The guy with the black bag over his head, throws him in the ring, takes a black bag off, and he's like, Look, I brought Cody Rhodes, I'm gonna wrestle him. <laughs> See, that would be hilarious. That would be a WrestleMania moment right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be. You're welcome, WWE. Take that one it was for free. Hit me up for uh, you know, some follow-up ideas. But like, and 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 you you do bring you do bring up a very good point, which is Seth Rollins is supposedly the guy that Cody Rhodes is going to be facing at WrestleMania, and this <laughs> who wrestles for a chance to interview Steve Austin. Yes, no, and yet that's my point. Is right now Seth Rollins is the guy who's like, I I don't know, I want I'm, I'm going to fight over a talk show because that's what WWE is now. You fight over the talk show, so that way you can go on talk shows and talk about the talk show that you're going to do uh, at the big talk show. Um, but yeah, he's fighting over a talk show. He's like, man, it's it's like, you know what? You know what WrestleMania is starting to kind of feel like? It's kind of starting to feel like senior prom. And like, you know how like, like it's senior prom. You're like, ah, you know, I want to take, I want to take the person that drives me wild. I want to drive, I want to take the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with the one and only, I want my one and only WrestleMania opponent. And then it's like, all right, you know what? At this point, uh, a lot of the opponents are getting taken. Uh, I I will just I'll take I'll take some I'll take like a good I'll take a good friend. Maybe Kevin Owens can be my my WrestleMania. Uh, oh Kevin's Kevin's got a date to WrestleMania. Well maybe maybe I can maybe I could take Kevin's date. Uh, I don't know. Like it's just it's starting <laughs> to feel like you know my parents my parents friend have a have a have a daughter. And uh, she doesn't go to my school. She goes to a different school, but I heard she got kicked out of that school. And so maybe she'll go all with me. Like at, the, at this rate, at this rate, it feels like like Seth Rollins is going to wrestle his cousin at WrestleMania just so that oh way he can God. say that he has, you know, it's going to wrestle Becky. <laughs> hey man no they, no he's happened. gonna he's gonna wrestle his kid and lose to his kid that's what's gonna happen is they're gonna have that's a what's problem. yeah what's his oh god what's his kid's name rue is that their name yeah, yeah it's rue. gonna be right. the day de- the wrestlemania debut of rue the youngest wrestler to win at wrestlemania since nicholas got a win over braun Strowman. um because okay. i mean hell they gotta get they gotta get braun Strowman out of the record books anyway he doesn't work there anymore i think it's funnier yeah, yeah. if he wins <laughs> <laughs> so so desperate to get a wrestlemania match that he's just like shh, walks up to his baby's crib puts a little hand on it and you hear a ref you just hear a referee go one two three that's gonna be the best <laughs> then they ring the bell and that wakes the baby up and he's like ah! oh my god <laughs> i'm just Which, saying that's a lot Which, by the way if we speak this out it's probably gonna happen and then no, I, want, <laughs> I, I, I want to mention, uh, this is why we, this is why probably Ross calls himself uh, the lover boy, because explaining that whole senior prom theme, I was like, oh, okay. Ross, I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, the, this is the whole, this is, that's my job is to take wrestling and put it into, into, into terms, even the non-wrestling folks can understand. Cause someday well, my parents will listen to this podcast. They probably won't, but uh, you know, someday they will. Um, well, I loved it. <laughs> it was <you>. nice. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, no, it does feel like this WrestleMania has gotten weird and the Cody Rhodes thing just has made it so, so much weirder. Hell, yeah. we were talking about Pat McAfee. His big feud is with Austin Theory, but apparently Austin Theory isn't even focused on Pat McAfee because he's showing up on Raw, beating up on the United States champion Finn Balor. Like, what the f- 
fuck is going on over in this in this bit it's like it's like when you play wwe 2k or like hell even 2k 22 at this point when you play that game and you're like in universe mode and you're like all right i'm gonna simulate june and see where we're at in june and you're like wait a minute why is our truth the world champion and have like three feuds with every like it it's getting to that point where like i don't i don't know what's going even even the feuds that seem like the money feuds that wwe would invest in pat mcafee versus austin theory with vince mcmahon in his corner that's not enough for austin theory i mean come on dude <laughs> well i mean uh if they didn't like get rid of almost every single person austin theory wouldn't have to be pulling doubles and triples while trying to make sure his uh story with pat mcafee works <laughs> And then oh for Dallas, you're like, why are uh, we fighting? Why are we fighting? Because we got yeah, got to pull double shifts. I'm sorry. We we cut too many people in the budget cuts. But it's okay, because Nick Khan and Vince McMahon both got about $6 million bonuses each. Um, anyway. Share that with us. <laughs> yeah, uh, but <laughs> the road to WrestleMania isn't the only place that's going a little nuts right now. Dolph Ziggler's the NXT champion. Yeah. Jean just did a spit take for those for those that that are listening uh, uh, on their favorite podcasting platform. Jean just did a spit take when he heard that. Yeah, the yeah. It, after after it has been uh, pretty much said that NXT is going to be a place to focus on growing new talent. Um, Ten year WWE veteran, or actually no, he's at this point he's like fifteen years. If you yeah, like may, yeah. maybe even close to twenty, if you include the Spirit Squad stuff, twenty year WWE veteran uh, Dolph Ziggler is the NXT champion. Uh, do with that information what you will. I'm gonna throw it to I'm gonna throw it to the the currently uh, 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 John. What what you, I, we saw your spit take, but give us give us all some right. words for the podcast listeners. All right, listen. All right. <laughs> So, 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 so you want to book a champion, right? And you want your champion to be like a final boss, right? Because mm -hmm. that's how NXT operates. It's always a fighting champion, right? Yeah, that's the point. In fact, even in the video game, that if you play GM mode as NXT, their special ability is fighting champion. So whatever. Yep. Here's the point. You put Dolph Ziggler from TV down, down, by the way. I don't think NXT is worse than SmackDown or Raw. I think in many ways it's better, but in their world, in their universe, it's down. Mm -hmm. And you make him the champion, and now he's the final boss to beat. That would make sense if it was anybody but Dolph Ziggler. Because Dolph Ziggler is a fan favorite. He's fine, but not the most illustrious career. Yes, he was champion at some point. I know, had, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But but as the way he is recently, he's like basically just a guy in a tag team, and perpetually in tag teams. Yep. Uh, so they should have picked somebody. Fuck, they, putting Balor back would have been better than anything else. You know, it it really does kind of feel like. How do I? How I'm going to put this as politically as possible? It does feel like they wanted someone with a veteran presence, and everyone else said, ah, and and but they didn't want someone that was NXT black and gold. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. as as I've said in the 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 happy hours, we are. We are getting to a point where the black and gold brand has become so toxic that now Pete Dunne, the longest reigning UK uh -huh. champion, their second longest reigning UK champion, has joined the longest reigning UK champion, Valter, now Gunther, in a name change because Pete Dunne is butch now with no mention of his NXT history in his, in his call up to, to SmackDown. Oh, but at least, at least nobody named uh, uh, Butch ever had to go to the Nuremberg trials. So there's that. Well, to to be fair, to be fair, Gunther didn't go to the Nuremberg trials either. Oh, yeah, he he he, he, he sank. Yeah, he sank yeah. to the bottom of the uh, the English Channel uh, as say, he at should. Least, at least Butch is relatively uh, like a name. They, they, is it? Is it a name? Well, it's, it here's is. the thing. In 2022, Butch is a dog right. name. No, In isn't 2020, Butch, isn't Butchie the um the toady from um Christmas Story? Isn't that the kid with the little hat? I don't know, but if you're going for if you're going for a Christmas story, you're already reaching way too far back for the yeah. for, oh sorry because yeah because like here's the thing is I completely believe that like Vince McMahon sees Butch as a name that's like oh yeah he's an old action hero like Butch he's an old cowboy or whatever, but Butch hasn't meant uh, uh, what I think Vince thinks it's meant for the past like thirty years. Uh, like Butch just doesn't carry that connotation. I mean, hell, even if you, if you, you could, you could try and toughen him up and be like, oh, he's not just Butch. He's, he's hard Butch. And that would still not be going in the direction I think they want to go. 
uh, with, with Pete Dunne. And so it just, it, 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 I don't know. It feels very much like anyone that has that, that Triple H photo where they, he pointed at you and was like, this is my guy. You're either going to get a name change or fired or something because like every single one of them has, has ne- Pete Dunne was like the final straw. Now it, now I'm officially saying that like, if you, if you've got that Triple H photo, photo, either delete it or run because they're, they're like searching for them at this point. <laughs> Um, um, I mean, I, I would say that, um, you know, I don't take WWE seriously at all, um, especially with like name changes. Uh, but I will say that because he's uh, joining up with Sheamus, it sort of fits with the stupid character that they might want him to do, but it's still bad at the end of the day. Um, if, if Ridge Holland was Ridge, I'd be with you. But because it's Seamus Butch and Ridge Holland, I'm like, no, they're not even they're not even committing to the one name thing. This is ju- this is just change for the sake true. of change. No, wait, fi- that, that makes Ridge Holland sound like the leader, right? Yes, because he has two names. Un- unless they decide to go with Ridge Holland's actual name and he becomes Luke Menzies, and then you've got Butch and Luke, baby. The sheep herders oh. are back. The bushwhackers oh are back. And what's old in their pocket? You know that's what's. Like- What's old is new again, and Vince McMahon is sundowning. He wants as many things that remind him of things that used to be as possible. Uh, if it turns out to be that way, we're definitely quoting this. <laughs> it, if it if it turns out to be that way, I will have to knock wood because it's a sad, sad world to be living in when a, a sundowning old man is is in charge of everything. But that's what it kind of feels like at the moment. Uh, they were going well, to name Ridge Holland. I think he would just be Holland. Yeah, and while while we're giving shout outs, talking about uh, WWE, shout out to Big E who uh, suffered a broken mm-hmm. neck this past uh, week on SmackDown. We hope we hope a speedy recovery. And man, if you haven't seen the vi- now it's multiple videos that Big E posted with a big ass smile and a broken yeah. freaking neck to borrow a phrase. Uh, boy, this is the most uh, charismatic championship material guy I have ever seen in my life. Literally within like hours of getting dumped on his head biggie is posting on the uh on the twitter machine hey guys don't want you to worry about me i'm fine i can move my fingers i just got my neck's a little broken whatever but i'm gonna be okay he he was more concerned that we were concerned than he was with his own health and uh that's just one of the shout out to every shout out to biggie hopefully it's a as speedy a recovery as possible um but man what a what a way to uh what a way to address it. Uh, let's see what else is going on in the world of wrestling right now. We've talked WrestleMania, we've talked Cody, we've talked Dolph Ziggler. Let's talk about Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's back, baby. Jeff Hardy is in AEW now. He danced his way down to the ring uh, while his brother was getting uh, attacked by the former Hardy family office. John is already doubled over and laughing, so I got to go to him. What do you What did you think of, of Jeff Hardy's debut? I just love the idea that his brother is getting brutalized, murdered, and he's just up there, do, 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 you know, doing his his hip his hip thrust like like Duff like Duff Man. I can't remember who said it. Someone on Twitter said, "Well, he had to charge up his special meter before he got into the <laughs> ring." Yeah, that makes sense actually. <laughs> it does. It reminds you when, like, you're you're playing a game you don't know how to play yet, and you accidentally hit taunt instead of run. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not dumb. I know. I know that he couldn't debut without doing, you know, that thing. And, and mm-hmm. you know, good for him finding a place. Uh, I hope that he continues to have the support he needs uh, for everything going on. You know, with him uh, yeah. at AEW, where you know the the support system is not exactly the same officially as as it is at WWE. But uh, it seemed he looked good. He looked great. Mm-hmm. So that's, I hope that continues. Yeah, no. And, and I mean, to be fair, it does seem that what Jeff, what Jeff Hardy has really been, if, if his words and a lot of the, the stuff is to be believed, what he was really buckling with over the past couple of years was being apart from his brother, was not having the support of family backstage. Because, you know, your family will always help you. But when you get used to having, you know, your brother right there in the locker room with you, it can be very different to be out on your own. And so I, I do think that him being back with Matt Hardy and back being kind of un, in in the family, so to speak, will help him help him hugely. What did you kind of think, Marie, of, of Jeff Hardy in the in AEW? Jeff Hardy's all elite. Um, well, I mean, I, I laughed with everyone else when he was uh, doing his entrance while Matt was getting beat up. Uh, that's definitely the highlight of it, but um, I just I just really don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, 
I don't care. No, and to be fair, as 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 much as as big a Hardy Boys fan as I am, there is Jeff Hardy was always the guy that would pop up in TNA whenever they like needed a new like every time they would go live or like into a new era, Jeff Hardy would show up, and so it yeah. does kind of add that that TNA that the like ghost of TNA being resurrected by AEW a little bit, but. This the one place where I do think they did it right is that they got the is apparently Tony Khan licensed the old uh, free rights uh, music library that WWE used to use, and so they've got the old Hardy Boys theme, the theme that like you would hear sometimes in commercials and like I know C I like I remember hearing it on like CNN and like places like that. Uh, so they've they've got that original Hardy Boys theme. It also means they've got access to themes like Hardcore Holly, Crash Holly, and a lot of a few of the other. Uh, uh, folks that were in that library. So that now not only do they have the the Hardy Boys, they have some of the sounds of the Attitude Era. I mean, that's a big blow to the nostalgia machine that WWE has kind of set up at the moment. Because like that's WWE. Like hell, WWE's thing over the past year since they can't make new stars is like, hey, we got Stone Cold, we got the Attitude yeah, Era, yeah. and now Tony Khan's like, I literally have some of those songs. Like that, you're like that. It seems more and more WWE doesn't want to pay the Jim Johnson royalties, and so people keep getting new music and new music. And meanwhile, Tony Khan is, is picking up these, picking up the pieces a little bit. Uh, I don't. What do What do you kind of think, John? Connecting before I know I hate to switch subjects. I just wanted really quick because yep. you made me realize something when you talk about Jeff Hardy and then Marie Shadow said, you know, I just don't care anymore. That proves your point about Cody, about how they've waited too long. To oh my God. Him. Yep. Because Jeff Hardy three, had the three. exact same problem. It was a month of, oh, well, Jeff Hardy's definitely going. He's no, even saying it on noticed. Twitch. Yeah. Nobody would have noticed the stupid dance while his brother's getting beat up. That wouldn't have been the biggest point if that happened much sooner. Yep. And even it was a weird time to bring him in because like Matt Hardy gets beat up all the fucking time. So like <laughs> Jeff Hardy comes in like, I'm here to save you. Like, what now? Now yeah. you're here to save him? Like, what the fuck? And it wasn't like- Good point, John. <laughs> oh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is it proves it proves what you said earlier. You know, yep. the time. But back to the music. Okay, so back to the music. Uh, <laughs> obviously they got beef with Jim Johnston. We were listening um in the car actually today we're listening to some of the old music and yeah some of it definitely sounds like royalty free stuff and it sounds like the stuff now um mm -hmm. <laughs> or those just weird instrumentals but you know who changed his music is edge yes yes and he did I'm, I'm, i was a little t i was a little pissed because you know metalingus is like the fucking shit mm -hmm. uh, probably one of the best themes in wrestling history uh but the new one's not bad it's kind of still a banger uh it's not my thing yeah. It's not my vibe. It's a little too, it's, it's a little too, yeah, I don't like know. Brutish, if you know what I mean. N no, he's not. It doesn't sound like the brood. Like it the sounds. Brood, I mean, like he's trying to get, trying to get like dark. It, he's like. It sounds like, it sounds Batman, like. The you, Batman mood. <laughs> you know that like, you know when like your favorite metal band gets sober? Oh. That's what this sounds. It's it sounds like like Metallica. Like now I hate it. <laughs> it sounds like Metallica in the Saint Anger period, where they're like, "Oh, we're just trying to we're trying to deal with our anger in healthy ways." And like, I, as someone, I, I I believe that you should deal with your anger in healthy ways, but it's gonna make for some. Pretty crap. You're not supposed to deal with your anger in healthy. Well, no, but what my point is, it's gonna make for some crappy metal music if you're trying to deal with your anger outside of the music. Uh, because like, but but that's that's kind of the the. The thing is, like, it feels like the, this new Edge character is just like, I, I don't know. It, it's not clicking for me. And I'm not saying this is like a, oh, I don't like Edge. It's more of a, like, I don't get it. I, I don't, I think he's having fun, but I, it's not fun for me. I mean, and, he's probably watching uh, what Malachi Black is doing and just trying to do his own version. No, this is a different type of Edge. It's kind of the other way around when, when, you, when you get to it from, like, back in the day it's like you know there was a dark period that edge had granted it didn't have this yeah. uh but his but like yeah but like dark period edge is like live sex celebration edge is ultimate opportunist edge like rated r superstar so like dark thing is like mm. so that's where i'm like i don't i still don't buy that this is even dark edge it just feels like an edge that wants to win an oscar and I don't know how to break it to him. He's not even, it, WWE doesn't even get the Emmys at this point. Like he's in the raw, like just, because he's a decent actor. I've seen him on Vikings. Hell, Money Plane's watchable. It, don't get me wrong. The script is dumb as hell, but Edge is fun. Um, and so like, if he wants to act, go act. 
this like monologuing under the blue light uh while talking yeah, that about that put me off a little bit like it's just it's too theatrical it feels like that south park episode where like they're coming out with the trench coat like tonight's the big fight i gotta yeah. think about my dad for a while uh like it's just it's too it's too to theatrical is what it is <laughs> yeah i don't know i i it's finally uh, I'm I'm glad we were able to kind of put a cap on that before we call it uh, a week here on Thomas Island. We would be remiss if we did not, as we we mentioned earlier, the wrestling world lost uh, a an absolute legend, the good the bad guy Scott Hall. Uh, we would not it, hell. We're on Thomas Island. He would not be the good bad guy if it weren't for the bad guy in the first place. And so uh, it it is a big loss. We send our thoughts and and good vibes and good energy, whatever, however you send healing vibes send them to the friends the fans and the family of scott hall uh because it was it, it was a, a tragic loss but i don't i don't want this to be i don't want this to be a funeral i don't want this to be a bummer i want this to be an irish wake i want this to be remembrance i want this to be happy so i'm gonna throw it to you john first what what is like when you think of scott hall what's like your main what what pops into your head everybody else's stories about scott hall yes the fact that he's a fucking myth more than he is a human being that's why mm -hmm. like you know when he when he passed he passed away i was bummed but like he can't die <laughs> you mm -hmm. know like literally he exists in everything in wrestling from mm -hmm. damien priest like you know his influence all the way to uh, bullet club and tama and also tanahashi by the way mm -hmm. and even chris jericho both of which uh what they were supposed to lose to scott hall scott hall goes roll me up and, yep. <laughs> and he takes the pin for them uh to put them over it's fucking wild how many people he did that for oh especially when you consider that like hall nash hogan they always had that reputation for the creative control for kind of controlling their own booking so to speak in wcw and and really hall was the only one who used that power for good because it's like you said he was supposed to beat jericho he was supposed to beat tanahashi he's the one that's like yeah no you know this kid this kid will get a lot more from me uh from me winning than he'll get from losing it sounds like he was like that in the locker room he was a big believer that the vets should pay for everything for the rookies so that way they can pass it forward when they're veterans so it sounds like he was a real giving guy and you talk about his influence you meant you you forgot one of the biggest influences which is when he sat a a, a man by the name of steve borden down and said hey stinger have you ever watched this movie called the crow <laughs> I think you'd really like the crow you should try you should you should you should watch it and the rest is not just history the rest is legend i mean hell sting would don't get me wrong i think surfer sting was a big deal but crow sting was an icon i mean crow sting he was the icon exactly and there's a reason for that and it's scott hall yeah. uh, i'm gonna throw to you now marie when you think scott hall when you think razor when you think the bad guy what do you uh what do you think um so usually when i go to like uh places for like meet and greets um, I always see him and Nash like far away um, mm -hmm. at the table and whatnot because I'm I'm usually poor and I don't have enough money to be like, hey, can I get your autograph or anything like that? But my interactions are always like from afar. Uh, there was one time where I probably could have like met both him and uh, Nash at this one Comic-Con I was working for like another uh, company called uh, Yogi Bo. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's funny because like I was walking down the aisle and like in front of me is freaky Kevin Nash. Cause mm -hmm. I'm, I'm short. He's freaking tall. And like I tap on him and I'm like, Hey, you know, when uh, you and like razor get a, um, you know, a chance um, when you guys have downtime, come over to, you know, my booth and I'll show you like what I have, my products and stuff. He said, okay, but he mm -hmm. never showed up. It's okay. I, I, I forgive him for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but those are like the times where I could have like, you know, went up to them and like, you know, thank them for everything. Um, like the most heartbreaking thing is that, uh, you know, Kevin Nash had to say that he had to, prepare life without him and mm -hmm. i i fucking felt that like yeah. i'm tired of like losing people in life but there is always like a silver lining um in the end but um you know uh this is a shout out to kevin ash to remain strong because mm -hmm. like they were like super connected but i i really enjoy like any stories like i hear about razor so yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I'm I'm completely with you. Shout out to to Kevin Nash, who is, is has to deal with a, a a real real hard time because it's it's like you said, it wasn't just 
the wrestling. Like, Scott Hall was one of those guys who really seemed to champion the friendships behind the stage. You know what I mean? Like, it, whether it's taking care of guys like Triple H or guys like Justin Credible, who uh, Justin Credible shared a great story in his memoir about how he was riding with a bunch of the guys from the WWF office at the time. And Scott Hall was like, oh, no, you sh- everyone's going to think you're a stooge if you ride with those guys. Come ride with me. And, the, and like, he just he basically, I, I, just incredible, became part of the clique because of the fact that Scott Hall was like, look, I don't, want the, I don't want you running around with the wrong people, sending the wrong message to the rest of the locker room. He took care of people. Um, and it, I, to, to, you know, to kind of put a cap on this, I think he is kind of like the last... Uh, the last of the unsung generation, because like there are a lot of wrestlers of that era, like a good example is Kurt Hennig, a good example is Roddy Piper, wrestlers who it is generally considered they're the best ever, right? They are the some of the finest wrestlers, everyone has nothing but great things to say about them, not, not people that won world titles. Roddy Piper does not have the, the championship uh, listing that a lot of other wrestlers do same with kurt hennig same with scott hall but mm-hmm. no one but there are plenty of people who've won multiple world titles that don't have an eighth of the amount of stories that uh people have about scott hall about kurt hennig about um roddy piper about who they were behind the scenes and how they were uh how, and how they they kind of helped people and there are a lot of people who their best match was with scott hall i mean he's got one of the best punches he had one of the best punches in the industry you know those ladder matches wouldn't be what they were without Scott Hall. Shawn Michaels, you know, don't get me wrong. Shawn Michaels did his thing. The latter did his thing. But Scott Hall made sure everything clicked. Uh, and so he is, he's a big loss. He is a, he, but it's like John said, he's, he can, he can die, but he can't die. Cause we're going to be yeah. talking about him for the rest of time. His influence is going to be going to very much be felt. And I mean, hell, look, I know we're all salty at Bullet Club right now. I know that Bullet Club has betrayed Tama Tonga, and so this will probably be the last good thing that I say about Bullet Club on this podcast for the foreseeable future. But without Hall and Nash, there is no Bullet Club. There is no NWO. There is no, you know, a lot of a lot of these cool factions that kind of it created uh, the modern wrestling landscape would not have happened without Hall and Nash. Mm-hmm. And so, hell. I, I, we would not be sitting here on Thomas Island without Scott Hall. That is a fact because without, yeah. without Bullet Club, there's no Tama. And without, you know, Tama, there's no Thomas Island. Without Thomas Island, there's no Folk City Hustler. So with that note, cheers to the family, the friends, the fans of Scott Hall, and cheers to the spirit of Scott Hall wherever it may be roaming at this point. And I think this is a good point to, to kind of bring it on home, to borrow a phrase from Sam Cook. So I want to first of all thank everyone that's been hanging out in the Twitch chat over at twitch.tv slash Thomas Island, where we record every Tuesday. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers who are going to be listening to this podcast first, and then all of the podcast subscribers that get it uh, uh, when it is finally available to the public. If you want to subscribe, head on over to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Hit up that Islander tier where we've been doing happy hours. We've been kind of having counseling sessions every Sunday to deal with all of the the drama, the betrayal, and the heartbreak that has been going on with Bullet Club and with Thomas Island. So if you want to join that up, head on over to the Islander tier. Before we go, Marie, where can people find you if you want them to find you? I always want them to find me. Uh, Find me at Marie underscore Shadows over on Twitter. And then you could also follow me on my own Twitch channel where I just recently hosted an emotional support stream for all Bullet Club <laughs> members and uh, this whole drama. So twitch.tv forward slash Marie underscore shadows for that if you want some emotional support. And then mm-hmm. you could just follow me over at my copy page, ko-fi.com forward slash Marie underscore shadows, where it's basically like a Patreon, but it's a lot more creative with a lot more options. Hell yeah. And uh, John, where can people find you if you want them to find you? Hey, you guys can find me over at linktree.com slash John Sebastian, J-O-H-N-S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N. That's also at John Sebastian on Twitter. And, uh, you know, you guys come find me. Uh, I'm going to start selling Bullet Club insurance. Uh, (laughs) We cover all all beatings. Uh, Tama, hit me up. You know, it's my text. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Yes, indeed. That Bullet Club insurance is going to come in handy. 
Uh, yeah, if you need to find me, I'm at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, Ross Berman IV on Instagram. I've got all the New Japan Cup coverage going on over at, at WrestleZone. Once the, once the quarterfinals have fully taken shape, I'll get another post up there to, to let you all know where everything's going. Go to RossBerman.Bandcamp. Whenever the hell my album's done, it'll be up there. I don't know when it'll be done. But the, the important thing is, over here at Thomas Island, we are gonna, we're gonna try and get Tama back soon. We hope, like, like we said, he's kind of, kind of off on the war path at the moment. So he's, he's a little bit distracted. I want to thank everyone in the Twitch chat. We'll tell him to keep his head up. He does seem to be, uh, he does seem to be working through it, but thank you again for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. And until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other and just enjoy yourselves. Spring is here. We might not have to deal with daylight savings time anymore. Celebrate, go touch some grass, go breathe some fresh air, and we will see you all next week. Take care, y'all. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.